0: Dennis, they sign up a month in advance to see me. They'll wait in line for the next bus to see me. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back in. My name's Terrence. I'm sitting here with my third oldest son, Travis. I almost got it wrong. I almost, I almost called you the second oldest son. Uh, we, are, we are live for our fifth podcast. You know all we have to do is on our 100th podcast, if we don't have a 100 views, we have to shut it down. <laughs> We should do that. Like if we have five podcasts, we have to have five years, six podcasts, six years. Well, I'm gonna to have to write down these numbers because I'll forget. But this is our fifth podcast. We are back on a Wednesday night, uh, before the Thursday night game. Who plays tomorrow night? Bears and uh Commanders. Oh. Do we want to go back to the Bears? Have we beat we've beaten what do they call that? I don't care if we win just Fields for three hundred. Oh, gosh. Wow. I mean we're gonna go our starts and our sits for fantasy. No, we're gonna we're gonna jump on into something else, but uh, we're gonna dive right in. Uh, you know, I, I was meaning to tell you, everyone. I hope everybody liked kind of our, our intro there. If, I don't know if you know, if you recognize it, but that's Vince Vaughn from the movie The Breakup, which is one of my favorite movies and stuff. But I I, I do want to ask you. This kind of gives you your depth of knowledge, and so we can see where the generation gap uh, is here. What is the best Vince Vaughn movie ever? Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. That's pretty much what every single Run-of-the-mill Vince Vaughn fan, Vaughn fan, would say, say. They just go right to wedding a Great movie. A couple of things. One, have you seen Swingers? No. Swingers is a great one. Swingers is pretty much his first major motion picture. Now you should check it out. It's a good one. It's a young Vince Vaughn, but it's probably put him on the map and stuff. He plays kind of like
0: the same guy in every single movie. Like just kind of a sarcastic, kind of jerky type of guy. But he plays it really well.
1: Well, here's the thing. He hasn't, you know, funny enough, he hasn't done that in a few years. If you go through a list of his movies the last few years. Four Christmases. Okay. Well, I, mean, I was going to get to that. You stole my thunder. But he, he's played different characters. Like he was just in a recent movie with Mel Gibson. that was on Netflix. That was really good that they played Police Detectives. It was pretty good. Pretty gritty crime drama. Uh, he didn't make it through it, though. just to let you know. And um, and he was in Hot Break Ridge. Played one of the training instructors at Heartbreak Ridge, so he's he's kind of changed it up. Hacksaw he, Ridge, did I say it? Yeah, Hacksaw Heartbreak Ridge is the old Quinn Eastwood movie. That's a good one. That's before your time. Uh, but Hacksaw Ridge, yeah, he played kind of. That. But he's kind of changed up for years because I think that that comedy shtick kind of got away. Like it's like you got to move on at some point. Can't keep either. making the same funny movies. But I will say that honestly, his depth is is and his versatility is big when it comes to his Christmas movies. Mm. Fred Claus and Four Christmases. <laughs> yeah. Two top movies.
0: Very good. Four I mean, Christmases is better
1: <sighs> And Fred Claus. I'm not a big Fred Claus fan. Well, that's a shame. That's a shame. And if we ever have Adam on the podcast, you're going to have to admit to that. Because mm. <laughs> he is a big... Did you know he wrestled in high school? Really? Yeah, he, wrestled, he was a bit of an athlete in high school. He wrestled a little bit in high school, but he, he admittedly sucked. Uh-uh, but he's uh, a big, big football fan. Mm. Big football fan. I don't know. I think he might be from Illinois. Maybe he's a Bears fan. Have to look it Not up. a lot of those. We'll see it. I, I think we should set a goal to get them on our podcast for the 100th podcast. We're going to need more than 100 <laughs> views. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to gonna we're gonna dive right in. Uh, starts and sits for you, for, or studs and duds, as we want to call it or try and change up the name a little bit. Your studs and duds are quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end this week. And we'll jump right into the most important position on the football field, the quarterback, and, and have Travis give us his, his start. Go ahead, Travis. Take it away
0: um uh, my star at quarterback position is going to be Anthony Richardson. Um this to I'm going to be honest, I think he should have been the number 1 overall pick in the draft. He did
1: mention that a few times.
0: I think CJ Stroud's played incredible this year, but I think like I think the way of the NFL is going right now, you I'm not going to say need, right? But a quarterback that can run and pass is the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. His passing is not incredible. No. It's room for improvement. But he's, he's running out of the building. Yes. He's playing incredible. That's the problem. And, that too. And, and Tennessee's defense is a bit lack thereof. So I think he kind of tears up their defense. I
1: think you need to send him a quick DM and tell him to hit the turf when it's when, when the time's there. When it's time mm-hmm. to hit the turf, he needs to hit the turf. because He's not on my team. I'm not his coach. Well, well, just, just just to be a good citizen. Because if he continues to run and take hits like he is, he's not going to last long. That's he's like, a big dude. Yeah, well, it's, so is the guy hitting him. He's like six five. Yeah, He's like six five. Um, big dude. But yeah, I agree. The day of the pocket passer ha- I, I, I don't, I won't say that it has expired in the NFL, but the day it's of the pocket passer is dwindling. Yes, the pocket passer is doing. But I, I will tell you what, there's nothing. I mean, I, I think back to when I watched football as a kid and stuff, and the majority of quarterbacks back then were were pocket passers, if not all of them. I mean, I think maybe Randall Cunningham was the only pass yeah. guy that was running and passing. Yeah, he was pretty um, good. At he was pretty good at it, but. I mean, you know, when you have a guy that can just drop back three, five-step drop and just start sling around the field, like you know. It's very satisfying to watch. Yeah. So, uh, and it's almost funny because the guy that I'm going to tell you that I th- I would start this week is exactly the opposite of what you told me. And I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings. Now he's old, so it makes sense. He's not old. He's getting up there. He's probably, probably even in his 30s. I,
0: mean, I think he's like 34. Is he really?
1: 33, 34. uh and here's the thing about Kirk Cousins: Is he gonna throw an in interception at you? Absolutely. Yeah. But is he gonna throw for probably like 300 plus yards and a couple of touchdowns? Probably too, because you know what? They're playing from behind constantly. Yeah. And they got Kansas City. And so when Kansas City puts some points on the board early, and then Kirk has to start slinging around the field, the only thing you can hope is that he hits the kids, the guys in the purple shirts. Yeah. And he has the best receiver in the NFL on his team. Yeah, he has a great like receiving great. core. Yeah. He yeah. yeah, has a great receiving core. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's he like,
0: constantly seems to throw for a pretty good amount of yards every single game.
1: Oh yeah, big time. He's he's. I mean, he he. It says here his worst game, his first season with fewer than three hundred forty passing yards was last week. I mean, he's yeah. he's he's just swinging all over very good. And they have
0: Alexander Madison back there. who's like a special needs kid running the football.
1: What? <laughs> uh, we're moving on fast. <laughs> who's your sit?
0: Uh, Brock Purdy. Oh my God, my God. It's just I, just, I, I. Brock Purdy's not a bad quarterback by any stretch of mind. I'm not, but, wait. But go ahead. No,
1: I'm sorry. But I he's playing
0: this like the private, the second best defense in football, and they just held our boys to three points, and it was pretty brutal to watch. Their defense is incredible. The 49ers offense is incredible as well. But I, think they, I I don't think Brock Purdy has a bad day. I think he very much has like a T-Law type of day last week where it's just mediocre and not too great. The, but there's better options.
1: Did you say T-Law? Trevor Lawrence. Oh, oh, okay. Um, You said last week on this very podcast, on podcast number three, I think that Brock Purdy was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, no. I, I, I keep the receipts. Go back and watch because that never came out of my mouth. We're gonna run it back. Because, because when I took Brock Purdy as a start, you called me trash because he's one of the better quarterbacks well, in the NFL. Because you
0: picked a quarterback from the best team in the NFL. A quarterback that has one of the best offenses that we've seen in the past five years. That's that's a stretch. That's a fact. I mean they have the best running back. They have one of the best running backs ever. Ever. <laughs> A great receiving core in Devo i u George Kittle. I can't even tell you that wide receiver three. I doubt he even touches the football because they don't need him, right? And they have a great offensive line.
1: Yeah, they do have a good line. I don't think that's the biggest thing. He, he's being afforded the luxury of having a lot of time in that pocket. Uh, I'm doing Mr. Irrelevant, though. He is Mr. Irrelevant. Yep, Perry High School. Yeah. Gilbert, Arizona. So uh, Is he really? Yeah, you didn't no, know really? that? No, I didn't know that. I can't. He's, a, he's an Arizona boy. All right, I'm going with I, and I funny enough that you mentioned T. walk because I'm I'm going to go. He's my sit, mm. he's my sit, and and I'm sitting him because I just don't think he's playing very well right now. Um, he only has four touchdowns for four games, and now they're rolling against Buffalo. Yeah, I think they stayed over in Europe too. Um, I think I think Jacksonville is still in London or England or wherever they were. Mm. I'm pretty sure they're in in, in London. Uh, and now Buffalo came over and they're playing the second European because is that six? They're in more. Yeah. Cause they played last week. Are they in Germany? No. Uh, Patriots play in Germany against the saints in a few weeks. Mm. I mean, not the saints, the Colts. Okay. Uh, we'll get the saints this weekend, but uh, so he's been sitting over there. Uh, you know, I guess that might be, be okay, but I just feel like um, after what Buffalo just did, holding Miami's powerful offense, the, the best offense in the NFL, I hear what i was talking about to 20 points and just blasted them. I think Buffalo's Buffalo's kind of rolling. Yeah, and I think and I think Lawrence gets shut down. Yeah, Jackson Jacksonville's offense is pretty pretty putrid right now. Yeah, I mean Calvin Ridley really had one catch last week and I it, it was a yeah. touchdown, but uh, yeah, that was it. So all right, we move on to running back. What do you got? Who's your start for running back? Uh, Brees Hall. Brees Hall, This was your guy last year. Uh, I love him. You named your team after. Him. Mm-hmm. I love him. I wish I I wish
0: I wish I drafted him again, but I. just – There's only one football player that's ever came back off of a torn ACL better than they were the season before, and that's Adrian Peterson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brees Hall, they said they're taking him off a snap count this week. They said he's officially off the snap count, and he's playing the worst defense in football. I mean, I think he's just kind of due for a big day. I don't think they're going to be slinging it.
1: No, Zach, he's not going to be slinging it on the field. He did last week,
0: though. Yeah, and he looked pretty good doing it, too. But, yeah, I assume he's just going to have a big day. No more snap count, worse defense in football. It's a pretty good team to get taken off a snap count on. And
1: I, I'm i going to go with uh, Gus Edwards of Baltimore Ravens. Uh, back from injury, came back last week, had a pretty decent day, had 15 carries last week, getting the ball, okay, and he's, he's facing a Pittsburgh defense that gives up the second-most rushing yards to running backs. Uh, I think I think Gus Edwards gets going early, probably gets into the end zone. 75 yards on a touchdown on about probably 15 carries. Maybe makes a couple catches out of the backfield and puts up some good numbers for those. For and you want to know what? Ninety-nine percent of fantasy football owners will have who will have him will keep him on the bench. Because you know, at this point, there's just no need to start.
0: You don't think Lamar will cut into his rushing at all?
1: Probably. I think he cuts into everybody's rushing, but I think I think he'll get he, he'll get his. I think I think it's funny because TJ Wall would do a good job of sealing that edge, though. Possibly, possibly. But when you watch these Baltimore Pittsburgh games. All the time, more often than not, they go they go late into games. So it's it's those type of games that you're watching it down to the wire. Someone's gonna kick a field goal to win and stuff, something happens late. You know, these are the types of games where they just seem to drag on and a guy like that will get like fifteen carries I, in that game. I don't think Kenny Pickett's playing. He is playing. So oh he is? He's gonna be he's gonna be ready to go. Okay. Pickett's hitting the field. So so we have Brees Hall for you, Gus Edwards for me. Give me your sit while I'm looking at on your Screen right now. Go ahead and say it, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs of the Detroit Lions. Um, Why? I, I was very much.
0: I think I've said this on the podcast before. Or maybe I haven't. But the Lions drafted DeAndre Swift, right? And Dan Campbell refused to use really DeAndre Swift. I love Dan Campbell. Swift was always hurt. Then they went and drafted a guy that was just like DeAndre Swift, and he's not getting used. I think Dan Campbell's more of like the old head, hard nosed football. Like sent David Montgomery up the middle twenty times a game before he'll swing it out to Jameer Gibbs.
1: Absolutely.
0: And I think it's shown. And David Montgomery's having a good year. He's having a great year. So I mean, I I see no reason why they're gonna stop giving the ball to
1: David Montgomery. Yeah, I mean, that would be the biggest thing. Like, he just, Montgomery went off. Yeah. Man, that was crazy. He's was, a far and away running back. The that one, that, team. Was, that last Thursday night game was just up and down the field. And yeah, I mean, I, 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 I you know what? It's funny because I completely agree with you. Dan Campbell is that. Howard knows. I like, I, he, sometimes people put out stories about him. And someone told a story that, uh, when they played Seattle, he met Pete Carroll in the middle of the field and, and said, Hey, how about we take our shirts off and just fight it out right in the middle of the field? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I think that Jameer Gibbs is not – he's yeah, I don't think he's definitely like – he's he's not the type of guy that's going to fit in a Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, though. Maybe he's a hard-nosed guy, too, and he just has a different talent. Uh, I'm going to go with our boy, uh, Ramondre. Ramondre Stevenson, the Patriots. He hasn't looked great. He has not looked great, and uh, I don't think he's going to look great against a, a Saints defense, either. He's just not getting – but here's the thing. You and I know this, too, because we, we, we pay attention to the Patriots. Their offensive line is atrocious. Oh, it's brutal. It's just, I mean, I think maybe you could slide in. I probably could. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's yeah, just so give bad. Give a Trent Brown spot. And, yeah, because Stevenson was talking the other day uh, on the New England radio station about how he's seeing the holes. He feels like he's running good. Uh, and I think that was his way of saying, yeah, I see the hole and I get the ball. No yeah, and then it's closing up very quickly and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just simply not getting the opportunity, so... The um, Saints have allowed the eighth fewest rushing yards to backs, and I think that that's going to continue. Unfortunately for us, so uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Stevenson. Let's quickly move on to wide receiver, uh, probably the, uh, the second position that you're going to get your most points out of other than quarterback in our yeah. league. So who, who do you got? Who's your who's your guy?
0: As much as it as it hurts me, um, Chris Olave.
1: Olave, your guy. He was another one of your guys last year. You yeah. love Olave. Uh,
0: I I think. The Patriots' defensive back core is so beat up. Uh-huh. Yes. It's so, I mean, Miles Bryant is probably going to be covering he was like five, five. It's, I, He's like 5'5. He's going to, a lot of him is going to have a big day just because
1: we have nobody at the defensive back position that's going to be able to cover him. What about though? We would be remiss if we didn't talk about J.C. Jackson coming back to town. He left New England a yeah. couple of years ago for a big, huge contract in the Los Angeles Chargers, and now he's back. They traded for him.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: everyone's saying the Patriots just completely raked the Chargers over the cold by getting JC Jackson and only swapping draft picks. Um,
0: oh, if if he gets back to where he was with the Patriots, that's an that's an incredible trade. Yeah, for us, he's got to get that warrant cleared up first.
1: It's just like, it's just a speeding warrant too.
0: A warrant's a warrant.
1: Well, that's why they trade them, so he would get back to Massachusetts and get into Bill Belichick doesn't Foxborough court but, and get that warrant cleaned up.
0: Yeah, Bill Belichick doesn't play. He benched Malcolm Butler during the Super Bowl.
1: He did. He did. Uh, yeah, I think it. I think it'll be a good. I mean, it's but unfortunately he, one of those trades is absolutely necessary based on okay. Gonzalez's season-ending injury, which was just just. Absolutely painful to everyone. And when is J.C. Jackson expected to play? I assume not this week. Well, here's the great thing about that is He already it's, knows it's, the he playbook. He already knows the yeah. defense, right? I mean, I mean, if it's the same as it's been the last few years, it's not going to be real. But then again, they, they always say that, like, well, he knows the playbook. I mean, what do they say? How the hard is defense? Yeah, it's how they, you play your zone. They, I mean, you're either covering the guy or you're playing your zone. <laughs> right. They get in, the, they, they get in the, the huddle. What do they say? We're going man-to-man. Yeah. We're going zone. Drop back or fall across Tampa the Tampa, too. Stay on your side. Like, yeah, I mean... I, I always, I always, I mean, I, I, am not trying to minimize defensive football stuff, but like a cornerback, I mean, I get his position at football. I get, yes, I get if you're a linebacker and maybe you're you're blitzing or you're stunting or you're doing this or you're you're dropping into pass coverage and stuff. That this is a little different, right? Yeah. I mean, cornerback, cornerback, I'm either backing up into a deep zone, a soft right. zone, or I'm going man to man, or you're
0: pressing him or playing inside or outside leverage. Right. Just like, come on.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, let's just throw him on the field and see how he does, you know. Uh, All right, Uh, I'm going Christian Watson. Mm. He made his season debut last week. He played 45% of the snaps. He only had four targets, but he caught two of them for 25 yards, and one of them was a touchdown. And he was on a snap count. Mm. So I think he gets unleashed. I think he gets unleashed this this week, and I think he's just just a field stretcher.
0: Mm. He's
1: going to stretch that field, and he's going to cause the Raiders some serious issues and stuff. And you know what the great thing about this is? When, what? when he scores a touchdown and my start goes off, who's going to be there to watch it live? I am. You are. Mm-hmm. Travis is traveling to Las Vegas this weekend to watch the Green Bay and Las Vegas Raiders uh, live from, uh, what do they call it? What's the name of the stadium? Reliant, right? I don't think so. Or is it T Mobile? No, it's definitely. Yeah, we not have T-Mobile. no idea what we're talking about. Is it Allegiant? Allegiant? Maybe it's a Allegiant Phil. I think so. Yeah. yeah, he's going to watch the game live. A little bit nervous about him driving to Las Vegas by himself in his brand new car, but uh he's we're excited for him. Gotta get it done. got be I I I hope to see some pictures and some uh some live videos from, from hopefully it's Allegiant Phil, like we just said over. Allegiant <laughs> Stadium, yeah, Hopefully. <laughs> uh you'll have to go live on Instagram or something when Christian watching catches the test. Oh yeah. <laughs> so but that'll be a good time for you. All right. So who who's your sit? Who's your sit? Brandon Iuk. All right, you
0: why? He's coming off a really big game,
1: 148
0: receiving yards on six targets. Right. Right? So, and I also think that this defense is incredible. And I think Brock Purdy struggles a little bit against that pass rush. He has a really good offensive line. But the Cowboys' defensive line is also incredible. Yeah. So, I think it's just going to be much, very much a defensive-headed game. Like, I don't see there being much offense. I see it kind of being a low, low-scoring affair. A lot in defense. I think the only guy that I might not see struggling on the offensive end of this game is Christian McCaffrey because he's just always a game that he's. Yeah, you don't like
1: 49ers this weekend, huh? I think,
0: I think they win. Fight. I'm just saying it's going to be a very like defensive game. Yeah,
1: that that's probably the, probably one of the bigger games of the league. Oh yeah, I mean that'll be. I but I, I just don't trust the Cowboys. Mm-mm. I mean, even Dak though we, is, we watched them just to demolish our Patriots, you watch that first drive with Patriots went right downfield on them and then they just fell apart, but. I think they had more to do with New England than they mm-hmm. had to do with Dallas. But, uh, okay, I, I, I would say if I, if I had him, I would sit Cortland Sutton against the Jets. Uh, I think I think Sauce Gardner's pissed off. Pissed off by those awful calls last week that he got at the end of the game. He's going to take it out on He's going to take it out on Courtland. He's going to take it, on Courtland. <laughs> take it on Courtland all day. And uh, I think that the Jets defense is going to give Russell some pressure. Uh, and it, they're just really stingy to receivers. you know. Yeah. I think Sauce knows the they guy. They have so really good DBs. He's going to shut them down. He's going to shut them down. So you're sitting Ayuk. I'm sitting Sutton. Sure. Let's move on to tight end. Tight end's been a frustrating position this year. Yeah. Very frustrating. Uh, what do you got? Who's your starter? Dallas Goddard. Oh, my God. that He's been the most frustrating He's been guy. awful. He was awesome for me yeah. last year.
0: He's been awful. He actually he has less points than Kyle Pitts this year.
1: He's just been atrocious, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for people who drafted him because he came off such a dynamite year last year. But then he got hurt. I wonder mm-hmm, if he's still feeling him. the effects of that injury he had last year. Um, it took Mark Andrews a little while. I wonder if play. their game plan is just a little different. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: maybe. But, I mean, the Rams are notoriously, so far this year, pretty bad at covering the tight end because they've given up the 11 most yards to tight ends. Mm-hmm. And when a pass has been thrown to a tight end, be, the quarterback has a 120.2 passer rating. So, I think he's – I mean, if there is a game where he's going to tear it up, it's just going to be this game.
1: Yeah. And I could just see him kind of tearing it up this week. All right. God, uh, well, I think for Philadelphia fans, they would that. They, they would, they would like love see that. that, yeah. They would like to see that. And, I, and I'm going to go with Darren Waller. Mm. And uh, i got to be honest with you. I mean, like, this – he had an awful game last week, uh, watching them on that Sunday night game. I mean, Daniel Jones is like – I you know, I think we should start a support group of Giants fans and Patriots fans over their quarterbacks because – We'd have a lot to talk about. I mean, it's just been Daniel Jones. I would Jones. take Daniel Jones over Mac Jones. Really? Yeah. The Jones boys aren't getting it done. Vanilla Vic is what they call him. Vanilla Vic. Why? Because he can run. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, oh, Vic. Mike, like, Michael. Vanilla. Michael. Got, yeah, right. Vanilla Vic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going down wall because Dolphins, Uh, they haven't faced any good tight ends. Hunter Henry is actually the best tight end they've faced thus far. And and he went off on him the first game, the second game of the season. I think he had yeah. a touchdown, like, six catches. And in the middle of the pack against the tight ends that they have faced, haven't been very good. And I think the Giants will back bounce, bounce back a little bit. I don't think they're going to win the game. Um, but they'll bounce back a little bit, and I think Darren Wall will be a focal point of their offense. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, like, listen, you went out and got the guy you spent a ton of money on. He's your best pass catcher on the team. Here's the thing about the Giants. It seems like ever since they got rid of Odell and uh, what was his name, the little guy, Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz. They had a darn oh, good wide receiver. Can you name one good solid wide receiver they've had that's like legit good? Well, they had Kenny Galladay. Oh my gosh! They spent eighty-four million dollars or yeah. something on this guy, and he never produced. Blue. I yeah. think Wandale
0: Robinson is going to be pretty decent this year. I mean, I'm not saying that he's like a star wide receiver, but I think he's going to have a
1: decent Might year. I want to get it going soon. I want to get it going soon, Wondell.
0: Well, their offensive
1: line's pretty bad too. Is it? Yeah. All right. So I got Waller. You got Goddard. Who do you get for a sit Cole Komet. Oh. <laughs> oh. How can you do that to your beers?
0: I just... I mean, I'm not saying... I don't think... I mean, he's not finishing as the tight end one again. Ever again, probably. No. In all honesty. I, I just don't see that happening. I think he still might have a great game, but maybe temper expectations on him a little bit. I would definitely... A little bit better of a defense in the Washington Commanders than the Denver Broncos.
1: Yeah, I would definitely... Te- you know, the funny thing is, is I had... Have... I had uh, Cole Komet sitting on my bench the whole season because I have T.J. Hawkinson mm-hmm. in our league, so I haven't had no need to play him. Yeah. Cole Komet goes off last week, thank, thankfully, your Justin Fields and you're you're, you're welcome. You're, I traded. Him. That's good coaching. So what I did was I realized that this guy's never getting in my lineup. so I swung. You sold him. Hard. I well, I wouldn't. I sold him for Drake London, oh, who's okay. just who's just depth, right? I mean, but I'd rather have Drake London mm-hmm. than Cole Komet sitting on my bench and throw Drake London in a bye week. I uh, think then Cole come back because I just sure. I think what you saw is the best you're gonna get and you might not get it ever again from that I mean, he's not bad actually. Yeah. But he's just in a terrible offense. Yeah, you know, I know you love your beers. It's all right. It's an alright offense. What's your shirt coming in? Friday. Friday. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a picture wearing it Friday one. you're going wait. When <laughs> I'll you, be here Friday. Oh it's yeah, I'll be here Friday. We got the wedding. We got yeah. the wedding. Our uh, my sister in law and Travis's aunt is getting uh, getting married on Friday. So we, we gotta we gotta go to a wedding when We love her, but we're dreading it. (laughs) We're not wedding people. Um I was gonna say something, but I can't remember. I was gonna I was gonna refer back. Have you ever seen Brothers? Yes. At the beginning when they're at the weddings and they they throw a fit about This This is horse Yeah. I (laughs) already
0: fish I was in that movie. But this is this
1: is (laughs) horseshit. That's another good movie. That is a great movie. Wait a second, hold on. Is, uh is Vince Vaughn in it? Is he making parents no. and stepbrothers? I don't believe so. They should have found a way to get him in. I don't you believe know so. what's another great movie that he's in that he just has kind of a, a small role? Hmm. Starsky and Hutch.
0: Never heard, never heard of that movie.
1: Starsky and mind. Hutch with Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller. And Vince Vaughn plays the bad guy. Ben Stiller's pretty funny. Oh, yeah, that's a funny movie. That one's good. Zoolander's Zoo pretty good. Yeah, Zoolander's yeah. Uh, All right. Speaking of Brees
0: Hall, I tried to make a trade for him today and I got denied. Really? Yeah.
1: What did you offer?
0: I offered DeAndre Swift and Debo Samuel for Brees Hall and Chris Olave. Wow. She denied it. Yeah. She had Kenneth Gainwell, too. I was like, you can handcuff the Eagles backfield. She
1: would do her a favor. I was trying to. Yeah. I don't know. You try to help people out. That's all I do. Reason. I'm a helpful person. <laughs> Tight end. I'm Speaking helpful. Yeah. I
0: saw a, a guy holding a sign on the side of a road in a wheelchair that said homeless veteran. Okay. And I went up to him like, hey, I don't have any cash on me but I'll go in the Safeway and buy something for you. What is that? He ran up my bill. <laughs> Seriously? Dude, it was like $20 for this guy. Was this today? It was, like, it was the other day when I was at the gym. He was like, yeah, can you just give me a couple things of iced coffee and some treats for my dog? I'm like, dude, what do you need iced coffee for? Well, <laughs> you're, you're sitting I'm out
1: here. Dude. I'm so proud of you for doing that yeah. and stuff. But you know, did you look at the guy and be like, dude, it's not a shopping spree. Yeah, I was like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I should have just gave him money. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: that's cool. That's good. So he got iced coffee. Two things of iced coffee and treats for his dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. So when you walk, yeah. I'm not Santa, bro. So like, Come on. When you walked
1: out of the store, did he get? Did he, did he take his car keys out, helping his car?
0: Keys <laughs>
1: Ridiculous. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you, son. It makes yeah. me happy to hear that. You know, uh, good for I'm sure he was happy too. Don't be discouraged by. Mm-hmm. You know, listen. That's what he needed in that moment. So uh, got iced coffee. yeah. You he helped him out. You're you're a better man than I am. Yeah. You know, I pretend like I don't see them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, that's cool. Good. I'm going. I'm going. we well, get back to tight end because we're not on the last bike. I'm going Kyle Pitts. Mm. I mean, how can you not? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just terrible. I, I know I'm gonna win when we review this on Monday or Tuesday, or whatever it is. We're, I know I'm. going He's do. Go yeah, he's I know. Due. Kyle, don't be due against Houston. Okay. Uh, he You know, again, you have to produce, and he's just not doing it. Just not doing it. I mean, John New Smith is the tight end number one. I wonder what what was his best. What's his best week since he's ever been in the NFL? Uh, well we'll have to have our, our uh our tech slash statistics yeah. and get on that over the weekend, get back to us there. So uh I have no idea. But I mean he did have a couple good weeks last week. Last year, I mean. Did he? Yeah, yeah. I remember he, he, he went off is he is this the second year or third? Second I think it's the second, right? Second of it? Yeah, so I think last year he had a couple games that he kind of um lit it up a little bit, but uh Not too much. Not too much. All right, so there it is. Richardson, quarterback for you. Kirk Cousins for me. him. Purdy, sit him for you. Lawrence, sit him for me. Running back, you're going to go with Brees Hall. I'm going Gus Edwards. You're going to sit Gibbs. And I'm sitting Ramondre Andre Stevenson. That just pains me to say that. Wide receiver, you've got your boy Olavi. I'm going Christian Watson in the second game back. I think he's going to go off. Uh, And you're going to to take pictures of it for me while you're sitting there. Do you have good seats? I have no idea. Really? So they I mean, they're freer to me. Your boy got your seats. Yeah. Is it just the two you going?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's a brand new father. Mm-hmm. Just had a baby. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend slash wife or is he gonna let him go to the game and. Someone's gonna watch the baby. Someone's <laughs> watch the baby. But <laughs> well, you someone? You just bring the baby with you. No. Are you gonna hold the baby? That's yeah, a possibility. You gotta take a picture. I told
0: them oh, I, I dream. Could, of I told to them prepared. if I if I, t- I told them if I go up there on Saturday night that um, I'll I'll let them go out and I'll babysit the baby. So well, they can grow.
1: let's let's, but, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves.
0: Yeah, please. I don't think his girl trusts me very much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't blame it for that. You're sitting at UK wide receiver. I'm sitting Cortland Sutton in a tight end. You're going Goddard, man. That's risky. Yeah. that's risky. And uh, I'm going, I'm going Laura, but that's just as risky, actually. Yeah. And you're sitting commit. Tight oh. always pretty thin. Yeah. I know. And then I'm sitting Kyle Pitts. I'm sitting Kyle Pitts. So there you have it. There's there's our rankings. Um. We'll see how we do. We did pretty good last week. Yeah. Did pretty good. I feel like I won. Mm-hmm. Uh but you know, that's that's up for debate. That's just up to discretion. Up to debate. And uh if if we just wrap stuff up and take like five more minutes of of, of uh everybody's time because we know there'll be massive amounts of viewership on this one. <laughs> this is uh, gonna be a big one. This is a big one. This is the one. Um, they did, just the other day on Tuesday, I believe, they came out with uh, Arizona high school football rankings, the first rankings of the year, five games into the season or six games into the season, five for some, six for others and stuff. Uh, they produced their rankings and stuff. And and here in Arizona, you have 6A, which is the highest level, 5A is your second highest level, 4A is like Division three and, uh, and 3A and, and so forth. Uh, but they, what they do is they put on an open. So they, the top eight teams in the state, Go into a tournament all on their own. They call it the open tournament stuff. And more often than not, those are littered by the 6A teams, the the big Phoenix powerhouse schools with the three three hundred kids, four thousand kids, whatever. Um, but Travis's alma mater, which is a, a, a division four uh, A, which is like division three, um, a smaller school, Micah Mountain, was ranked tenth in the open. Tenth in the open. You you were you were what do they call it? Uh, how, what do they call someone who starts a program? Like a that, pioneer. A, a pioneer. You were a pioneer from Micah Mountain. Yeah, I know. Travis is on their wall. So, you know, Travis is, was the first state placer from Micah Mountain's high school wrestling team. He can No one can ever take that away from him. Mm-hmm. But then you went back to football. there. You sat on the sidelines for a couple years.
0: Yeah. I won't say the coach's name, <laughs> but I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, but I but, won't name drop him. But, but that is pretty cool that they're, they're ranked. I mean, and we've, yeah. watched, we've watched them a couple they're times this year. Well, let's just be honest, though one kid right is the is really I mean I'm not saying he's the whole thing because I wouldn't say that there's a lot of good players on that team but if we're if we're to take number 44 off of that field are they are they as good as they ranked
0: what so what them? what really solidified that for me was 44 really pushing that team was when who did we go last and watch them play it was Cassie Grand yeah. and they were up 21-7 Kassegr- he, 44 was sitting on the sideline the whole game. He was hurt. Yeah. Cassegrain yeah. came with one score. They threw him in for yeah. one play. He went for a touchdown and then came back and sat back on the sideline. And he did that twice. I think. Yeah, yeah, that was
1: like, yeah, that was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, no, like, the, kid's, the kid's dynamite. Right? Yeah. It's just like, you know, he, he almost sometimes looks like he's he's a man playing with boys when he's running down the field. I mean, there was a couple times against Cassegrain. Kasse, they didn't even touch him. Mm-mm. He just he just hit the hole and he was gone. Mm-hmm. I think he had like a bu- cut, bunch of like 75, 60 yeah. and stuff. But, um, the interesting thing is, and, and we'll wrap it up here in a minute, is that the team just above them, uh, CDO mm. Kenny Oro is in their section. Yeah. I mean, so Mike Mount and your alma mater might not even be their, their section champs because yeah. they have to, they have to deal with CDO who's nine, just sit on the outside. And, and I think, what is it? Two weeks. We're going to head up to the uh, CDO, 13th, yeah, CDO, which I, I just, CDO Mike Amount, which will probably be one of the biggest games in the state. I
0: have to ask you just. Because, like, I think about this every time. No doubt CDOs go, like, looking at their schedule, they've probably played the toughest schedule in 4A. Yes. They've played the toughest teams. Micah Mountain killed them last year. CDO. Killed them. Well, they killed the Micah Mountain. CDO didn't have any of their seniors playing.
1: They were all they suspended. They were all suspended for a drinking party.
0: So CDOs now, all those seniors have graduated. No, they
1: weren't all seniors. They weren't all seniors last year. They How many suspended. of them were juniors? I think three of them were juniors. Okay. Yeah. And Come on! One of them was a quarterback, another was the running back. <laughs> so CDO has a has a number forty four of their own. Yeah, uh, and we've watched him. Uh, I right. wrestled him, and we wrestled him. against yeah. him. Yeah, and, and we know what he can do. I mean, he's just a big, strong, powerful kid. Yeah. And that'll be like a big time matchup to watch yeah. these two kind of go head to head. Well,
0: because they both play linebacker and running back. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah.
1: And so it's going to be a whole lot of fun. So that's two weeks from now. So hopefully they both get through their games this week. Yeah, uh, and we'll be able to see that that matchup of Yeah, I think they'll both be fine. Yeah. I think they'll both be fine, but they they match up against each other two weeks from now, and hopefully they'll both be six and Someone's got to uh, lose the o. The o's got to go, and it's it's gonna go, and it'll be interesting because it's it, You know, I don't know what games will be in Phoenix, but it'll be nice to see Tucson get a little bit of that's at
0: World of,
1: Valley, right? Of, yeah, it's up there on it's here on, the on of Oracle. So home field advantage. Home, home field advantage definitely be definitely be in That huh? place yeah. is gonna be packed. We're yeah. gonna you know you you know I like to get places early. Get there early. I mean, seven o'clock game. Maybe we roll in at like four, four thirty. Jeez, get ourselves tailgating. <laughs> that'll be fun. But we're excited about that. You know, his school's sitting there. His his alma mater is sitting there, and um, it'll be a fun to see what happens with that stuff. So, um, that's it. We're gonna wrap it up. You know, we, we you got our studs and duds for the week. We'll be back. Um, please, if you if you have a chance, take a listen. If, and uh, what a friend know. Uh, that's our goal. That's our goal. A hundred podcasts. A hundred views. And Vince Vaughn. Yeah, we already got. We already have a celebrity lined up. Um, we're not going to release the name yet. Uh, but he's not so lined
0: up. <laughs> but we're going to get him.
1: No, it's in the works. It's in the works to get someone on the show who, who's who's uh, been able to play in the what do they call it? The, the league. The league. The NBA. The NBA. Uh, we kind of have a a, a a connection that's you know, roundtable. Hey. He's a distant teammate of <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> that's right. He was. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's it. Thank you. Appreciate you guys listening. Uh, there's your there's your fancy advice. I probably wouldn't take it, but we like to give it. So you have a great night, and we'll we'll catch you next time.